The opening notes of Wagon Wheel could only mean one thing. Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp victory and the Jumbo Shrimp tonight. Simply got it done. one nothing. our final score in 11 hard-fought innings here at MGM Park in Biloxi. Roger Hoover, glad to be back with you as we take a look back at this ball game with highlights. And we'll get to our post-game or in-between games coverage in just a moment. But first, let's take a look back at this ball game. And yesterday we were postponed due to rain. Really weren't sure whether or not we would get to play baseball today. But the weather has cooperated in one way, and that rain has stayed away from MGM Park. But one thing that has been here, heavy winds coming in at about a 20-mile-per-hour gust off the Gulf of Mexico, which is only just across the street coming in here to MGM Park. So it's we knew it would be a really pitcher-dominated day, and that certainly was the case in the first five innings between James Needy of the Jumbo Shrimp making his first Jacksonville start and also for the Shuckers starting pitcher, John Perrin. Needy made some good pitches to get out of jams. Shuckers left the bases loaded in the fourth inning and also... Needy had a 1-2-3 fifth inning in the sixth inning. Jacksonville sent Alex Jarber to the plate. He was retired when he flew out to left field. Then Needy flew out to right field as well. And Jacksonville had two gone. Braxton Lee was next man up to the plate. There had been a base runner for the Shrimp. David Vidal in the fifth inning broke up what could have been a perfect game bid in the seven-inning contest for Perrin by drawing a walk. But Perrin was trying to get to within an inning away from throwing a no-hitter against the Jumbo Shrimp. All he needed to do was set down Braxton Lee in the sixth inning. Here's a swing and a fly ball to center. Davis runs in. He's got it. And there are six no-hit innings turned in by John Perrin here tonight against the Jumbo Shrimp. Indeed there were, but give Needy a lot of credit. He would walk the leadoff batter in the bottom of the sixth inning, but then get three outs in a row to send this game to the seventh with Jacksonville not having to worry about losing the game right there. And also, Perrin, a bit different for him, he knew that he was no longer truly three outs away from getting a seven-inning no-hitter because his offense had not given him the lead. But all talk of no-hitter would end when Kyle Barrett let off the seventh inning for Jacksonville and changed the narrative of this game. Here's the 0-1. Breaking ball swing and a liner base hit. Kyle Barrett starts the inning with a single and a very loud reaction from Jacksonville's dugout as all the Jumbo Shrimps celebrate the fact that Barrett has recorded the first hit of the game. Big to see that for Barrett. After that, John Norwood would have a single. David Vidal made an out when he had a sacrifice bunt to move those men into scoring position. Then John Perrin intentionally walked Cam Marin and that was the last batter he would face, and the Shuckers called on their bullpen. They first called on Matt Ramsey, and Ramsey leads the Southern Lake and saves, struck out Casey Cerna, and also forced a pinch hitter, to, or Dustin Geiger, rather, to ground into a force out to end the inning. And then after that, Jacksonville's bullpen took over, and the Jumbo Shrimp bullpen would be strong tonight. Tyler Kinley did have a walk to Clint Coulter in the bottom of the seventh inning, but after that, Kinley struck out Davis, and it was Troy Stokes to the plate with a runner in scoring position two gone, and this, as it turned out to be, would be Biloxi's really last chance to score with men on the base paths in the game. Kinley's pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. Got him with a slider off the plate. Stokes strikes out swinging, and the inning is over. Indeed, the inning was over in the Jumbo Shrimp, and the Shuckers then really saw the pitching staffs take over as we went into extra innings in the 8th, in the ninth, and in the 10th with really not much going. The Shuckers did not have a 
base runner in any of those innings. Jacksonville had a couple of opportunities in the ninth inning. Norwood had a single, but then Vidal hit into a double play, and then it was a 1-2-3-10th inning for Jacksonville at the play. Nick Ramirez threw three scoreless innings for Biloxi. But the Shuckers had to go back to their bullpen. They called on lefty Quentin Torres-Costa in the 11th inning. He walked the leadoff batter. Alex Yarbrough. Yarbrough later took second base on a wild pitch and then advanced to third after a walk to Braxton Lee, rather. Austin Dean, a pinch hit single for Dean, loaded the base paths with John Norwood at the plate. And then Jacksonville would bring in the go-ahead run with two gone. Norwood popped out to second base for a big second out for Biloxi, but it was Vidal at the plate. And here is how Jacksonville scored what would turn out to be the game-winning run in this 11-inning really tough contest. Or Yarbrough third, the lead runner. Here's the 0-1. Low and inside. This gets away from the catcher. Goes all the way to the backstop. Yarbrough with a feet first slide. Safe at home. And Jacksonville takes a 1-0 lead in the top of the 11. Well, it was the second wild pitch of the inning by Torres Costa that brought in Yarbrough as the go-ahead run. Jacksonville could not add on to it as Dave Vidal grounded out to shortstop. So Daniel Schlereth, who had worked the ninth and the 10th inning in 1-2-3 fashion, he was on the mound in the bottom of the 11th inning. First, Tyrone Taylor lined out to left. Then a big strikeout to pinch hitter Gabrielle Noriega. And all stood between Jacksonville and getting a second win in the series. And most importantly, getting the magic number down to three was Jake Gatewood. Here's the pitch. Swing and a fly ball going into center. Moving back on this is Lee. Still moving back. Shy of the warning track. He squares a shot. And the ball game is over. It took 11 innings, but the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp took a giant step forward, getting closer to the postseason by edging out the Shuckers 1-0 in 11 innings in game one of our doubleheader. So a great grab by Lee, and the Jumbo Shrimp hang on and win by a final score of 1-0, and now the magic number has gone from 5 down to 3. So the Jumbo Shrimp taking, as I said in the call, a major step forward closer to the postseason by getting this win, and now they have even the series of two games apiece, can win the series with victory in Game 2 of our doubleheader. Quick look at the box score. Jacksonville had a run on four hits, no errors. The Shrimp left six men on base, and also Jacksonville is one for five, batting with runners in scoring position. Meanwhile, for the Shuckers, no runs, four hits, no errors. Biloxi left eight men on base, and the Shuckers were one for eight, batting with runners in scoring position. The loss, Quentin Torres-Costa, he falls to three and two. The win to Daniel Schlereth, as it turns out, his first victory of the season for the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Also, this ballgame took two hours, 49 minutes to play in 11 innings, a relatively quick 11-inning ballgame if you think about it. But now we got to get ready for seven more scheduled innings. Game two of our doubleheader is coming up. Jacksonville will send right-hander Joe Gunkel to the mound. He's 5-9 and nine with a 5.24 ERA. He'll be opposed by Shuckers right-hander Cody Ponce, who is 1-0, had a scoreless debut in the last series for Biloxi. That's coming up in a moment. Now in between games, we will let you listen in to a conversation I had with Tyler Kinley. We will also play this week in Jumbo Shrimp Baseball, and then we'll take a look at the lineups, and we will be ready for baseball in game two of our doubleheader. That is coming up here in just a moment on the Jumbo Shrimp Network, presented by Community First. <laughs> 